Christopher Luxon is the National Party leader, rolled out new policy today, or was it yesterday, eroding a four-lane highway basically from Whangarei to Tauranga. Uh, and you're going to go over the Kaimais via Cambridge and Hamilton. Uh, that would make Hamilton sort of like an inland port. There's been a lot of talk about that, Christopher Luxon. Well, firstly, Jamie, good to be with you. But look, we want to build New Zealand into one of the leading small advanced countries on Earth. I think that's got to be our vision. Um, we've got to be smarter. We've got to be more prosperous. We've got to be more ambitious and aspirational and all of those good things. And that requires us to have a modern infrastructure. Uh, it's one of the big five things we have to make investments in to, to realise that dream. So, yes, um, we've got three parts to our 10-year plan. <clears throat> one is we want to bring back the roads of national significance. We think when we look at the Waikato Expressway, the Christchurch motorways, um, Kapiti Expressway, we can build faster and safer roads. Um, we do want better public transport, particularly in Auckland, where there's density of population, and we do need to be more resilient across the rest of the country with our voting. So, yeah, our cornerstone um, dream is and vision is that we want to be able to have a four-lane highway from Tauranga through Hamilton to Auckland to Whangarei. And so we'll start in our first term with a couple of key projects, uh, Cambridge to Pereri, and then also Alphore to Marsden Point. Um, and then we'll start off with State Highway 29, which links um, Tauranga to Hamilton, and obviously Walkworth to Wellsford, it would be the other bits. And then we have to deal with the Brenderwins in the north, and then ultimately the Kaimais in the south as well. Well, well you're knocking on an open door for me. I love four-lane highways. I love uh, those super roads like the Eastern Toll Link, whatever it's yeah. called, uh, out of Tauranga. Are you going to get your mate uh, David Seymour to pay for this with his tolls? How's it going to work? <laughs> We've got a series of, there's three funding sources really. One is um, some allocations and reallocations within what's called the New Zealand Land Transport Fund and also what's been called the New Zealand Upgrade Program. There's some dumb stuff going on that we're going to cancel and reprioritise. We're going to put another capital injection in from the government uh, over a 10-year period of about $6 billion. And yes, we are going to open up to private capital because... There is an awful amount of sovereign wealth funds, pension funds from around the world. You saw it with the super fund wanting to invest in light rail in New Zealand, which this government rejected. But they wanted to invest in long-term infrastructure projects for their portfolios. And so, yes, we're going to open uh, things up to private capital as well, because ultimately we've got such an infrastructure deficit, Jamie, across the country that if we want to get it built, uh, we'd sooner get it built faster, quicker, and also with less uh, reliance. Now, you get, you're also money. going to build another tunnel uh, under Mount Victoria, which will be well received, no doubt, from anyone who travels yeah. uh, through Wellington. Should I be concerned, though, uh, Christopher Luxon, that uh, the future, perhaps the future Prime Minister, doesn't know how much that's going to cost? It's going to cost $2.2 billion. We get going in, it in the next three to five years. Uh, and it's pretty simple for us. We're going to stop. Uh, let's get Wellington moving and uh, and actually invest in that, in that infrastructure to get that second harbour crossing and also to, to straighten up around the Basin Reserve. You might remember downtown Wellington because um, essentially you've got all that traffic coming off the state highway and it ends up at that same junction. So those are the, that, that's the two big projects we want to connect, which is if we get a second Victoria Tunnel and we get the Basin Reserve straightened up, uh, then we actually actually can have a link from essentially the airport right up to North of Levin. Yeah, but my question was about you talking to the Hosk this morning and not having those fingers or those numbers at your fingertips. Is he being too tough on you? I can't ever oh, remember no, your predecessor. Well, you did eventually. <laughs> I, I can't ever remember your predecessor, John Key, who had a mind like a calculator, ever being caught like that. No, I know my numbers. Don't you worry. It's all good. No, no, I just got 35 projects in front of me, and um, that's what I just wanted to make sure I gave them the right numbers. So, no, it's 2.2. We start in year three to five, um, so that should be really good. But, no, we're spending like $1.3 billion on the Whangarei to Marsden Point. It'll be another 
$700 million to do Cambridge to Piare. Here's the point, though, right? I was looking at the numbers the other night. You know, if it's going to cost us $1.3 billion to do Whangarei to Port Marsden. If this government had done it um, when we wanted it to be done back in 2017, 2018, it would have been half a billion dollars. And that's the, that's the consequence of delay. Uh, that's what's not great. Mind you, Labor might say there's a lot of bridges that you guys promised to build and never got built either. Hey, look, can I talk to you about the leaking in the Labor Party? Who's the leaker? Yeah. Uh, no idea. No idea. Well, yes, um, you do. <laughs> Nicola Willis knows, and I'm sure she will have told you. No, we, uh, we, all we're hearing is that there is massive disruption in the Labor Party, as you well know, around the wealth tax. That has greatly upset David Parker and Grant Robertson, who are big believers in that project. Uh, let's be clear, it's coming back if the Labor Party win an election because the Greens and Te Party Māori are making it a condition and Chris Hitchens will fold to them like nothing because Labor actually want to do it. He's just being politically expedient. And then you've essentially got a now a new issue, which is you know, Grant Robertson and all the tax experts say, hey, listen, we get the appeal of why people think taking GST off food would be lovely, but actually the reality of it is bad policy because it's complex, it adds a lot of cost, uh, it's not easily administrable, uh, it also risks going just straight through to supermarket profits, and frankly, it helps the rich, not the poor. So, you know, that's the reason for why people across the country and the experts are against doing that. The better answer is to give people income tax relief, as we've been talking about. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there because, you know, this is now the third disagreement where Grant, Grant Robertson's been rolled. The first was extending the fuel subsidy, which eventually came off, you know, earlier than the month. Uh, you know, it cost a billion dollars for an extra four and a half months to do it. Um, and he didn't, he was wanting to stop it and phase it out, but Chris Perkins overruled him. Then you had the wealth tax and now you've had the GST. So, you know, clearly there is massive division inside Labour on tax. Um, our policy is pretty simple, just give people tax relief, income tax relief. Now, I hear you're coming down to Dunedin for the rugby mm. test this weekend. And I, I went to the football last night, the women's football. Great occasion, but I do struggle with sport when you sit there for close to 100 minutes of playing time and you don't get a result and you don't get anyone scoring. <laughs> I can tell you what, uh, Christopher Luxon, that won't happen with the All Blacks against Eddie Jones's average lot. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, well, firstly, the football ferns, I think, have done incredibly well. I mean, I think their performance against the top teams has been really fantastic. But, yeah, I mean, looking forward to the game on Saturday night, isn't it? I mean, it's, I think that All Blacks and Enfoss have done a great job, um, you know, just making sure they've got it set up already. And uh, long may it continue. And I just, I just point out to you, Jamie, and to all your listeners, that under a national government, we didn't lose World Cup. So, um, you know, there is hope. There is hope coming. There might be a three-way handshake coming your way yet, Christopher Luxon. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Thanks, mate. You take care.